0: this is the case of the state of florida versus casey
1: marie anthony
2: the skeletal remains found on december 11th are those of the missing toddler kaylee anthony the manner of death in this case is homicide i trusted casey she'd never given me any reason not to believe in
1: her as it relates to all manslaughter child abuse and and uh and murder charges that you're going to be presented with is how did she die What happened to her? What is proven beyond and to the exclusion of every reasonable doubt? That evidence was never presented to you.
0: We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty.
1: Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadsden with Florida's
0: Fourth Estate. Sponsored by Light Orlando. Delivering hope together. Welcome back to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Well, one of the topics we cover here is fascinating cases from days past in the state of Florida. Man, do we have some doozies. And chief among those happened now more than 10 years ago, the Casey Anthony case. And now we're starting to hear some of the characters come along who we saw in trial. Tell us a little more. Give us a little more detail about what we've seen. They're writing books, and we're going to have one of those people on today. I'm Matt Austin.
1: And I'm Ginger Gadsden, we truly are going to do a deeper dive 10 years after one of the most high profile cases I've ever uh, covered, and you as Me well, too. Matt We are fortunate enough to have one of the investigators, 21 years with the Orange County Sheriff's Office, retired now, Erardo baloisi is who we are talking about, and he is one of the memorable people who did a lot of investigating for this case, and you remember him from the trial. You wrote this book. Book. It's called CSI, the Casey Anthony Child Murder Case. It's been 10 years or so. Why did you decide to write this book now?
2: Uh, thank you for having me in your program. My my motivation was to tell the story of the case from the forensic investigation perspective. And during, during the trial, some photos of the case never was presented. Uh, and some of the photos right now in the book They are public right now for everybody. Uh, Like uh, a timeline of the Kaylee life was never presented. Some questions in the trial that how long Kaylee was inside the trunk, what really killed Kaylee, and why the human remains were found in the wooded area near to the Casey Anthony resident. Those uh, questions right now, I have the answers for everybody that never was told in my book.
0: Yeah, you have some, and you were a pretty critical piece of this case. Uh, One of the big things people talked about was the smell of death in the car that Casey Anthony used to drive around. And you were one of the few people in the world to actually smell that smell. So we're going to talk about that. It's discussed quite a bit in your book, but I just wanted to ask you a more general question. Uh, People who watched this case by the millions, they saw snippets, they saw little pieces. This was your life for several years. What, are you, what do you think people missed when they watched this story on the local news and on Nancy Grace, what did they miss?
2: Of course, you know, the, to be in the real world of this investigation, like you say, like this male, of decomposition is something that from years I experienced because before working for the sheriff's office, I was a retired police officer and detective from Puerto Rico and worked for the Institute of Forensic Science in San Juan in the medical examiner's office. So the people miss that part, how the smell is looked like. And I explain in detail in my book. Also the triangle of the crime scene that every single CSI in this business knows about it never was explained in the trial right now is available in my book something that never was told right now all the public have uh, access to that information
1: so why do you think it's important to revisit all of this now Because people feel like they heard everything they needed to hear. A judgment was rendered. And a lot of people may say, are you trying to relitigate this case? Because it is said and done. It's a good question.
2: My purpose to uh, wrote this book is to, the people have the chance to see the evidence that was never presented for some reason, you know, they know never presented. But right now, I put in the book, in that way, the people can be the jurors in this case. I understand that, you know, that we have a legal process that is taking place, and we have to respect that, and I respect that decision. Disagree, but I respect it. But in that way, I give you the chance to the opportunity to our state, state of Florida, and around the nation to read the book and make their own conclusions
0: so you say some of the very important evidence that you guys uncovered was not used in this trial so you clearly worked hand in hand with the prosecutors in this case if they didn't use this why why wouldn't they use important evidence
2: remember that the the state attorney's office they had the discretion to use uh what kind the of evidence or piece of evidence they want to use and that is their job and i respect that part i don't have any answer for that question
1: so going back a little bit to when this is your life, this is what you had to do for several years. What is it about this case that still lingers with you? Because one of the key things a lot of people remember because it was covered gabble to gabble on just about every media outlet was when you had the presentation of the tire cover. It was the first physical piece of evidence if I'm recalling correctly. When you see or remember and recall that do things about this case still keep you up at night? And I would imagine so, because you wrote this book, is that, was this one of your ways of saying, okay, this will help me release that?
2: You're correct, at some point, yes. It's something that I can't release from my chest. And that that case touched me because I in my life, I saw a lot of ugly things. But the things that touched me in this case is because I was a, a child. And that case touched me in my heart. Three years old, Kaylee Marie Anthony. And the reason I put some effort to do this book is because in some point, I will expect that justice for Kaylee, of course. The justice of the man failed but I believe in the justice of the almighty God that someday he's gonna do justice for Kaylee. Everybody loves Kaylee. This community joins together in in order to find her because we love Kaylee.
0: But is there also something you wanna say to people? Because whenever we post something about the Casey Anthony trial online, the vitriol comes out not just toward Casey Anthony, but oftentimes toward you guys, the investigators, the state attorneys, but particularly the people who gathered the evidence. They say mistakes were made in this case and this is why Casey Anthony got off. What do you say to the people who are pointing the finger at you still after all of these years?
2: Well, in my case, you know, all my work that I did in this case was good, never was rejected by the court. We followed the chain of custody. We presented Uh, my job. And the team of the investigator is not to looking for uh, guilty or not guilty. Our job is to solve the case. Do you remember, I don't know, do you remember that back then the family say, well, the Kaylee was kidnapped by his friend, Fernandez Gonzalez, Zenaida the nanny, yep. Zenaida the nanny, I was kidnapped. Was not true. Was mm-hmm. not true because we solved the case in my case. In my career, I solved the case because I found the most crucial evidence that solved the case, like the hair. In this case, in my opinion, we did a perfect job of investigation never was uh, rejected by the court. All the evidence was submitted. And I do remember that in my opinion, we don't fail. In my opinion, the jurors fail our community
0: failed to Kaylee. Casey Anthony was found not guilty, but Bloisy says he doesn't see it that way. More on the evidence in the case the world watched. He helped investigate the Casey Anthony case. Now he's writing a book about that experience and what he calls never before seen evidence. Let's get back to the conversation with Gerardo Bluisi. So I want to talk about some of the specifics from the case that came out while you were on the stand in particularly. Okay. Uh, so we talked about uh, that car that had the smell of death in it as you reported uh, in your investigation. But then... You there was a there was the garbage bag. There was a garbage bag of contents that came out in this case that you you guys made the decision to dry them out. Is uh, that as a preservation process? And, and the defense went after you for this while you were on the stand. Was that a mistake to do that? What is the protocol when it comes to handling stuff like that?
2: Yeah, nationwide, any any crime scene unit around the nation had that protocol. Every items that you receive as evidence that is wet or soaked with like a blood, fresh blood, or any kind of liquid, you have to put it in the dry room. That is a protocol made by the police department, the policy, and also for the standard that is right now that directed those uh, protocols nationwide. We have to do this. It's, it's not was not a mistake, I followed the protocol.
0: Okay, so you stand by that all these years later, oh, that, yes. that was the correct.
2: Oh yes, if you go to any police department and the investigator have any kind of the evidence that is like a wet, any kind of liquid, they have to preserve and dry because we have to protect the evidence in order to get some kind the of more contamination. In order to prevent that, you have to dry,
0: the item. See, I, you know, the whole car thing, uh, it took up a lot of uh, air in the trial as, as I covered it. It, it, was a, it was a big deal. I'm curious, though, because the way Casey Anthony came out and sort of spun the story and still in her documentary, which I want to ask you about, in which she said uh, her father basically buried the body after Kaylee drowned in the pool, right? That was basically her story as to why all this happened. What what evidence did you find that made what she said about that a lie? Like, how long was the body in that car? Were you able to prove that?
2: Uh, the, The statement that she did is completely false. There's no forensic evidence to point out for that support what she said. But I put in my professional opinion how long Kaylee was inside the trunk. But I would like to let the readers to find out in my book.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the things that when we got a copy of your book, the first thing I noticed was the cover. And it was to me shocking to just see the image on the cover of the book when there are so many other images that probably could have been chosen. Can you tell me why uh that particular picture, and it's not a real picture, but it's a, a rendering. This the cover of the book, why did you choose that particular uh, image for the cover,
2: the, the book, the cover that we have to give it to you illustration, because Kaylee of course was tossed inside the trash bag, the whole body, the whole body was fine. What happened? Do you remember back then there was like a storm in that area There was like a lot of water, lot of rain mm-hmm. and that particular place, suburban drive. They have like a swamp area and that body was inside the water. So the body was in water. So that was the reason you can see like an outline of the body, but at the same time, you can see like an X-ray of the skeleton. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened.
0: I can see you thinking of it as an analytical, this is actually what it looked like. I, th- I just think in situations like this, people are looking to see, you know, if you write a book about a situation in which a child died, uh, a lot of people, especially on the internet and in the comments section, are going to say, you're writing this book to capitalize on this child's death. What would you say to people who would say that in this comment section below?
2: Well, if you have the book with you right now.
1: Oh, I have it. Because uh, the portion yeah. of your proceeds will go to the Missing Child Project, right? Thank you.
2: Thank you for the answer. That's exactly what I tried to do with this book <laughs> is just to uh, some portion of this book goes to the missing child project.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fantastic.
2: Sorry, right there. Um, yeah. And by the way, and by the way, look, I have a pension from the Puerto Rico Police Department Institute of Forensic Sign and another one from a federal agency that I can't talk about it because is classified but at the same time i spent 21 years serving my community my nation and i don't need money thanks to the lord everything that goes to this book goes towards to the missing child project
0: it's always the first thing people comment on so we have to ask that question I,
2: i hope they they have the same questions to the lawyers (laughs) <laughs> like they wrote a book too.
0: That's, uh, yeah, there's a, been a lot of books. And in fact, there's been a documentary that just came out uh, this year. Um, I should say, there's been a documentary that came out in 2023. And I'm curious as to what you thought about it. Because I watched this documentary, I covered that case uh, from, for many years. And I was curious as to your thoughts about it.
2: Casey is a pathological liar. That's my that's my opinion about her. She she proved to this community that she lied and lie and lie. She she was a liar. I'm still liar.
1: But when you're in a court day in and day out with someone who you call a pathological liar, do you do you feel some kind of way? Was there some sort? You know, some people give off an energy about them. What was it when when you were in the courtroom with her and doing your testimony?
2: Well, you know, our forensic team, as a forensic investigator, we have to be objective just with the evidence that you found and you testify about it. So we never encounter anything with her. And my part is just strictly true forensic evidence but when 15 years passed and she started to talk and then i am a private right now citizen i can express my opinion right now that she is a liar everything that she said is not true
0: yeah everybody gets hung up on something in this case and the one thing i could never get over with this as a parent myself is how does your kid go missing one days 31 days. You are correct, sir. You never <laughs> bat an eye. You, In fact, you make up a story about Zenaida Gonzalez, which was clearly, that clearly was a lie. I could never right. get over that. I don't understand how the jury was able to get past it. W- what do you think about just that aspect of things? That that one always just stuck in my craw and still does to this day.
2: I don't understand why they uh, acquitted Casey because I I believe that they don't use the common sense. If you put all the dots together and then you compare those evidence that was submitted and presented in the trial with the events that took place in this case, you have to have uh, one conclusion. Everything pointed out to Casey.
0: And there just was no smoking gun in the case. It was a lot of sort of circumstantial things that pointed in one singular direction. And apparently, Jose Baez and his crew was able to get enough uh, reasonable doubt in there to get her off. That's the only thing that really makes sense. Do you agree with that?
2: Yes, and in my book, I explain (laughs) when Baez did the closing arguments, the jurors have the answer from the mouth of Jose Vice. I never understand why those jurors, they don't get at least guilty uh, towards the charge of aggravated assault against a child. Jose Baez explained it to them, if you read the book, you say, wait a minute, this guy, Geraldo Blois is right. Jose Vice tells the juror, They have the answer okay kaylee died but was because the 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 readers have to read the book okay
0: (laughs) because he explained
2: that jose vice explained that to the (laughs) jurors
0: gerardo bloisi thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here on florida's fourth estate if you want to check out his book csi the casey anthony child murder case where can they pick it up gerardo
2: they can go through through amazon right now, and remember that this uh, portion of this sale goes to the Missing Child Project.
1: It's tough work, but it's also very
0: important work. I could never do it, I'll tell you that. All right, Gerardo Abloisi, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Thank you for
2: having me, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me.
1: And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6 Plus.